Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Hi folks, Dan Bird again on Sunday, January 28th. Uh, this is the second video for today. I'm gonna to talk about some scams, go over one, the one that I introduced last week. Um, this is kind of technical analysis, the next level. So it's, some of it's a little complicated, but you can re-watch this and watch it over again. Um, first, I wanna wish good luck to everyone from Kansas City. I'm from Maryland, so I'm rooting for the Ravens, of course. And also everyone, I'm sure there's lots of folks from San Francisco, so good luck to the 49ers versus Detroit and anyone that's a Detroit fan, good luck to you too. But those games are later today, so hope everyone enjoys the games. Let me share my screen and let's get started. Um, for anyone that's interested, if you would like to get my free newsletter, just go to breakpointtrading.net, click on this button up here, and the free newsletter is right there. If you want to be notified when it's available, then sign in with the $0, no credit cards required. We don't share emails or sell emails or anything like that, so you shouldn't get any spam as a result of signing up with your email. Um, that's just if you want to be notified that the newsletter is available. Um, so let's let's get started with um, the scans that I talked about. One of them I talked about last week was basically using the lower Bollinger Bands. And I had a comment from someone who's actually a pretty good technical analyst saying that they would never recommend using this for most people. And I don't disagree with that. This is a kind of an advanced um, scan to use. And it's really important with technical analysis that you never rely on just one indicator. You have to be looking at multiple indicators to get verification uh, before making a trade. But what this does is it identifies stocks that are either oversold or overbought. So either bullish or bearish and identifies when they might be making a trend change. Now, Getting outside the Bollinger Band means that it has momentum going in that direction. So if it's going outside the lower band, that means it already has momentum going down. If it goes outside the upper band, then it has momentum going up. But if it goes outside that band, it comes back again. And more importantly, crosses over the five-day moving average. So that's an important piece that I mentioned last week that might have been lost a little bit, but you have to make sure that that part's in there too. So let me show you how this works. So I'm looking for stocks in this chart list. This is all the top tens. I'll talk about this in a second. Um, these are just a, stocks that I've accumulated over time that have made the top 10 lists. They need to have volume uh, over 20 days of more than 100,000, so there's liquidity. The first line here looks for stocks that have gone below, the, the, the low of the day went below the lower band but before the end of the day, it closed above the lower band. So it went down to an extreme and came back again. The next line does the opposite. So anything that went above the upper band during the day 
but then by the close, it came back below the upper band. So it went up to an extreme and then came back down. Now I'm using a 13 moving average. You can see it right here. Most of the defaults for Bollinger Band is 20. I'm tightening this up because I want the signals to be generated more quickly. So that's, a, that's an important point. I'm not sure that I made that clear last time, but I don't use 20, which is the default, I use 13. All right, so if I run this, and remember we're looking for up and down, in this case, for this particular chart list. If I run that, it gives me all of these, it gives me 36 names. So the next thing that I do, so these have gone either the extreme to the upside or extreme to the downside, bullish or bearish. So the next thing I do is I save it to a list, merge it to one that I called squeeze candidates up or down. And over time, I just accumulate all of those names in that list. So what you'll see in this particular list is right now there are 84 names. This is over time that I've accumulated these. That's only step one. Step number two is to go to the scans that either have crossed the five-day moving average to the upside or have crossed it to the downside. So if I'm looking for bearish signals, for instance, I'm looking for now, again, volume more than 100,000. The daily high is greater than the upper Bollinger Band and it has to have been up there within the last three days. So today's above the above it today or yesterday or two, two days ago or three days ago. And I'll show you why that's important in a second. And then finally, the most important one is the five-day moving average is crossing the close. So the five-day moving average is going higher. So when I run this, I now get only three stock or four stocks. Out of that list of 84, there are only four that are satisfying my criteria. And I'm going to look at pure storage. And I'll open up the Bollinger Band view. And this is what I was looking for. So this day right here, I went above the upper band. So that's one two days ago. I was looking for anything within the last three days. But two days ago, it went above that band. And today, it crossed the pink line right there. So that means not only did it go to an extreme and come back, but it also is showing that it's starting to a starting potentially a downtrend because it closed below the five day moving average. Now that's not the only thing to look for. You also need to look at the momentum indicators. You wanna look at all the other indicators on your chart. So a member sent me an example, trying to understand how this works using plus. I thought it was a really good example actually. So they say, well, look at this back here in January 9th or 8th, it looks like. It went below it and then it went, went above the five within three days right here, which is I think the 13th right there, the 11th. So so he said, well, that that satisfied it back there, but you know, we're way over here right now. It went above the five right here too. Does that still qualify? And the answer is no it needs to be within three days. So that does not qualify. Even though it went below over here, came back above and then crossed the five back here, just because it went down and crossed the five again, does not qualify it. It actually qualifies over here as a potential short, but let me show you something else before we get to that point. 
So if we if we noticed it back here across right there, so that is potentially a play for E plus. However, and what I'm going to do is draw a vertical line to show you why you need to look at the other indicators, why that's so important. So here is the day across the five day right there. So look at the PPO, the momentum indicator. It's already been falling and it hasn't turned back up. It's still falling. Look at the force indicator down here, this, this reddish upside down mountain down here. It's still bearish. So it hasn't turned yet. And the MACD indicators down here are still falling. So it hasn't turned yet either. So I would not take this position. I would not take a long position in this case. Even though it satisfied the scan, it did not satisfy the other indicators. They are still looking bearish. Now, what about back over here? So this one went below the Bollinger Band, one, two, three days here, closed above the five-day moving average. So if I draw that one, now let's look at the other ones. <clears throat> well, the stochastic is rising. The momentum indicator is near the low instead of near the high like it was over here. Hasn't quite crossed yet, but it's still beginning to move up. The mountain down here is also still bearish, but starting to move up. And more importantly, the MACD at the bottom is decidedly starting to move back above the center line right there. <clears throat> so all the other indicators in this case, coupled with the fact that it's near its low over here, would make this one a good trade. So this one, when it, when it hit and executed back here on the 13th of November, that one is a good one. And you can see that it ran all the way up here. So it ran from about $60 up to about $80. So that's what I mean by looking at other indicators, not just the one that we're running the scan against, but what does it look like on everything else. This is why it's a, an advanced scan as well. So all of these things have to be taken into account. Now, let me show you something else. This is a new scan that I'm going to introduce and I probably will get lots of comments about it as well. Um, first, there is a chart list that I'm now including on the site. So for quite a while now, I've been putting the top 10, top 10 from VectorVest, top 10 from Investors Business Daily, top 10 from Earnings Beats every week. I put the top 10 uh, on Friday, and I then moved the ones that, got, that dropped out of the top 10 down below. But I've been accumulating these in a chart list by themselves over time, last few months since I've been doing this. So I have a whole list of names that have dropped out and then potentially might, they oftentimes come back. I had a question on the YouTube video last week what said that, you know, the ones that drop out of the top 10, do they, do they also come back into the top 10? And my answer was yes, all the time, all the time that happens. Just because it's out of the top 10 might be number 11, but it's still a good stock. And many times they're just, they're just experiencing pullbacks, healthy pullbacks, and then they turn around and get right back into the top 10 again. So that's what I wanna find. I wanna find the ones that are in the process of pulling back that have been strong in the past and now they're pulling back. So I put together this, um, consolidated list of all the top stocks that have been in the top 10. And this is a CSV file, so they can be imported into any other platform that you want. 
And then I created a, a scan right here, which I now call the one scan to rule them all. And I'm actually now using this all the time. So one scan to rule them all gives you in a single scan, multiple ways of searching. So let me show you why that's important. So this is, if anyone is interested in stock charts, these are the stock charts levels, basic, extra, and pro. Of course, there's a free one too. You don't get a lot, but there, there is free. And by the way, most of the charts on my website do not need a stock charts uh, subscription in order to see them. You'll still see the charts using the free one over here. You just won't be able to build your own charts. But the basic level right here, and I'm in the extra level, by the way, I'm in this one in the middle. But the basic level right here, <clears throat> the biggest difference is that it only gives you one chart list and it only gives you one scan. Whereas where I am, I can do 250 chart lists and I can create 200 scans. And I have pretty much 200 scans. But if you can only do one, what's the best way to do that? Well, the best way is to download my one scan to rule them all, which when you click on that, it shows you what it does, explains what it does, explains these dashes in the front of each line. These dashes basically just blank out that line so it tells the program don't execute this so you can see i have multiple chart lists here different ways of of gathering the data i've got the top 10 combined i've got stocks that are that just have weekly options i have the dow industry groups best chart lists of all these are strong fundamentals here's the magnificent seven so i've got multiple different lists that i've created now, if you have the basic, you can only have one list, and I recommend that that list would be the top 10 list right here. But you can have this one scan. So I've got these separated. These are bias scans. This is short-term, medium-term, long-term, you know, when, when anything in that list. <clears throat> and we're going to use the top 10 as the example. So you just take, you just remove the slashes if you want anything that's in a short-term uptrend or a short-term downtrend. So it's got bullish or bearish. Medium term, long term, elder bars tells you whether it's changed on that day. Has it turned red? Has it turned green? Has it turned blue, which means it's neutral? Momentum scans shows you the PPO cross. So if, they've, if it's cross bullish or bearish, MACD shows you if it's bullish or bearish. Um, force, there's a force scan down here as well. So I'm going to show you how all of this works. So now if we go back here to the scans, and I go to the one scan to rule them all. That's this one right here. So that's the one that I just showed you. You can simply copy and paste this whole thing. This is exactly my scan. So you can just copy and paste that right into your basic stock charts. And it will look just like this. It's basically what I just showed you. So I'm going to do the top 10. So I'll remove those slashes. So now I'm just getting the top 10 list. And now what do I wanna see for the top 10? Well, let's see ones that are short-term, just becoming short-term bullish. And I don't know what I'm gonna get with this, but we're gonna give it a try. All right, so I remove the slashes on that, just that line, that bullish line. And when I run it, there's five stocks that have just turned short-term bullish. So if I look at Steelcase, for instance, there's Steelcase and short-term bullish means that this five-day has crossed the 21-day right there. That just happened on Friday. 
So this satisfies that scan. And again, you can see this, these, this at one time was in the top 10. So usually they will have charts that look similar to this, nice from lower left to upper right, but then hit a, it hit a high and now we're pulling back. So that's what I want. I want strong stocks that are pulling back and just beginning to run again. So you can see right here, it's this one here, that's the short-term signal. Up here is the PPO. This one has not crossed. So this would not show up yet on the PPO scan, but it will in another day or two. And down here on the MACD scan, it showed up back here even earlier. So, and we'll show you how to, how to run those as well. So if I go back to my scan right here, so that was the short-term. Um, let me blank that one out again. If I want all the ones that are medium term, so I want a little more confirmation that they're moving up. Now there's only two. So if I look at EDU, now in this case, the blue line, the 21 day has to be crossing the red line. You can see that it just did right there. So this one has already crossed, the PPO has crossed, the MACD has crossed, the force, which is right there has crossed, and it already has turned green. So this, this is already well into its uptrend. But that's a medium-term signal. So that's what I would expect to see, something that's already started its, its uptrend. Let's blank that one back out. Now let's go down and look at anything that has just turned green. So in this case, I want to blank out two of these lines. That one says it's, it's just turned green, but I want yesterday's to not be green. So green is false for yesterday. So yesterday was either red or blue, but today is green. Now we'll run the scan. All right, now I've got 21 entries. See them all right there. <clears throat> Here's Lennox. I recognize a lot of these names by being in the top 10. These have all been in the top 10 at one point. So if I look at Lennox, for instance, what I see is it had a red bar the day before, and now it has a green. So, the short-term trend has already crossed. It crossed actually probably way back over here. The PPO has not crossed yet. And the MACD crossed way back here too. So way back here when it when it got a signal was probably the best time to get in. So again, you'd look at these and make sure that they look like they're good, um, good signals and good stocks to trade. I'm gonna blank that one out. And let's go down here and look at the PPO cross. Let's find the ones that PPO has just crossed. Again, we're using that top 10 chart list. So now I've got 11 candidates here. You see Eli Lilly was on the last list as well. So I've seen this one now twice on two lists. So I'll open Eli Lilly. And now we can see up here, the, the PPO has just crossed over, went down briefly and then came back. It's already well into its uptrend. So both the short-term and the medium-term cross way back here. The force has already crossed way back here and the MACD has crossed way back here. So it's well into its uptrend already. It's just confirming that the uptrend is continuing in this case. All right, let's uh, look for the MACD cross. This sometimes is the earliest one. So let's look at the MACD cross, nothing. So we got nothing on that one. All right, let's see if there's a bearish MACD cross. Ah, so these are bearish signals. Look at Intel right here. So if we look at Intel, which just reported, look at that MACD cross down here. 
Now, interestingly, this would have given a PPO signal way back here. This would have given given a red bar way back here. Put a line to show where this this is. Right here is the PPO cross. That's the red bar right there. This is right where the force first started looking like it was about to cross. The MACD had not yet crossed. So out of all of these signals, this one still was, was slightly bullish. But this was the warning sign. This would have appeared on those scans way back there in January. But it didn't appear on the MACD scan until right here, until just Friday. <clears throat> what else was on that scan? Let's look at brain's wave. All right, so this one crossed, this one actually crossed twice. So it crossed back here, right there. Right there, actually before I got the red bar, but look at the PPO, the PPO signal would have been way back here. Probably would have given a PPO signal right here, right near the top, or right near where it changed from a green to a neutral. MACD was still very bullish, but look at the force. The force indicator just turned bearish right there, right on that red bar. So this would have given a force signal way back there. That's why it's it's interesting to try these in different ways, different combinations, just to see what you get, especially if you see the same one coming up all the time. Um, so let's try let's try the force signal on a bearish side. I'll take that one off and run this one. All right, so now we see there's Intel, just crossed, Royal Caribbean, Upwork. So if we look at Royal Caribbean, which has been had a pretty nice uptrend, Royal Caribbean right there, here's the force signal right here, same day that I got a red bar right here. PPO had already crossed back here. MACD is, hasn't quite crossed yet. So, for this one, this is a clear signal. It, it, it had some weakness right here at the beginning of the year, try to recover, come back up, and now experiencing weakness again, even though momentum had already been going down. Now, if I went back here and tried the uh, down bar, the red bar, the elder bar, so now let's look at a red bar, so a red, by default means bearish. So it was red today, but yesterday was not red. And there's all the red ones that we get. And here's Royal Caribbean again, down here. Intel appears again. Uh, CCL, Carnival, appears on here again. Celsius Holdings, got a red bar. So it's had multiple red bars, but then it had a neutral and then changed to a red again. So my point is, this is a great scan. That's uh, what I'm calling the one scan to rule them all. If you has a, have a basic subscription for stock charts, you only get one chart list, but you can use this chart list, the best of the best, the best top 10 over time, and use that as the chart list. And then just copy in that scan that I just showed you. We'll copy all these in and just turn on the ones Turn on or off the ones that you want to scan for, either bullish or bearish. So you've got the one scan that you need, even with a basic membership. So there you have it. This is the scan right here. Again, you just click on that button and you can copy and paste. All of this is exactly what I just showed you.
just copy this right into your stock charts. And then you can do the same thing, run the same scam. All right. So anyone that's interested, my website is breakpointtrading.net. The free newsletter is right there. Uh, I talked a lot about uh, the presidential cycle, which I talked about in the last session. But hopefully that was um, interesting. Uh, I know it was pretty quick, and you can go back and review it if you want to. But leave me some comments. Let me know what you think about this. Uh, are these scans too comp complex for you? Do you not want me to focus on these or do something else? Or actually, let me know anything you want to see on these calls. I'd be happy to do it. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend. And good luck to the four Super Bowl contenders that are playing this afternoon. Hope everyone's a winner, especially Baltimore. Take care.